This is a Hot Pie Original. If you like Stop Self Sabotage, check out another Hot Pie Media Original, The Blueprint, brought to you by The Festive Kitchen, now offering comfort food hugs. Find them at www.festivekitchen.com. Welcome, Maggie. We have Maggie Brooks on, my good friend, talking about online dating. Wow. Okay. Big subject. So dating. Yes. And you have a story about how you got online, why you got online. We'd love to hear it. Please tell us. I'd be delighted to share with you, Trish. So I was married for nearly 35 years. I liked being married. When my husband passed, I spent a few years kind of getting used to being on my own. And and I always knew I wanted to be married again. So online makes the process more available. You know, the old days of having a cocktail in a bar, that's over. Right. So with technology and all of the online that's available, it doesn't shorten getting to know someone. It just makes more people available from a selection process. So my first experience of going online, I thought, oh, piece of cake. I could do this. What's the big deal? (laughs) And I went on and um, literally was was flooded not to, you know, be thinking so so highly of myself, but I I was literally flooded with, uh, profiles so much so that I, 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 I kind of freaked out and I just shut it all down and went, well, I don't know what to do with all this and how do you sort and how do you pick and what is, you know, I just didn't know what to do. Yeah. So I did a little research. There is information out there. I had a few friends talked about it. I thought, okay, I'm much better prepared now. One of the things that I did is I went on several sites And they're all a little bit different. So some, I think the first thing, before we talk about the sites, I think the first thing that, and I'm speaking primarily to women, because that was my experience, is you've got to decide what you want. Absolutely. Absolutely. decide what you want. Yeah. And you had a good strategy for that. Tell us about that. Well, first of all, you got to decide, do you want a playmate? Do you want a travel partner? Do you want someone to go places and have dinner? Do you want to just play? Um, Are you looking for a life partner? And then with that, do you want to be married? Mm. I wanted to be married. I didn't want to date. I just didn't want to. I didn't want to live with someone. I wanted a full commitment, heart and soul. There you go. Yes. That's what I knew I wanted. And as I approached dating, I, I thought, gosh, uh, well, the first date I went on, somebody asked me, well, what's your story? And I went, uh, blah, 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 uh, <laughs> my story, my story. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I know. Story? I know. I know. I know it. Yeah, <laughs> I know but, it's here somewhere. So when, when, uh-oh, something happened. Let me get We're fine. You're fine. Okay. Something happened on my end. Let me make you bigger here. That's yeah. That's okay. Keep going. Okay. So. So um, I can't see you, Trish. I don't know what happened. Okay, hold on just a second. Jarrell Kimley, yeah, he's working on it. We'll edit this part out, Maggie. Okay, okay so the, the wonderful thing about being in the studio is that you oh, always sound wonderful. You know, oh, good. We it's called editing. <laughs> editing. I, don't know where, I don't know where you went, sweetie. Um, 
Am I there? No, you're not no. there. I'm not there. No. Well, just pretend I we're. Me. I well, can see me. Uh, does she need to hit something, Jarrell? And it keeps going back to. I'm going to unplug my phone. That way, that doesn't interfere with anything. No, you're just not anywhere. Why don't I click on click on it again? Okay, we can we can stop. We got we got time. That's fine. We can stop. We're, we're you were talking about. Let's just remember. We'll play back the, her last line, Jarrell. Right? Okay. Yes. I'm relaunching the meeting. Okay. I wrote it down. Okay, he's got it. We're good. Relaunch the meeting. Fine. Okay. Good. It just really helps to talk when I can see you. Sure, of course. I'm on Zoom. It says click allow. I've allowed numerous times. It says launch meeting or something, doesn't it? I mean, I don't yeah, know. And I've clicked it. We're looking here. We're checking here. Jarell is checking. We can start all over again. I can go back. Uh, to there. Can you see? I, I can see me now. Yeah. I can't. I can see me in a little box, but I can't see you. Okay. So what do we do about that, Jarell? You want to start over? I'm waiting for a professional opinion here. Let me go back to email. I'll click on the other Zoom invite. Do you think that would help? Possibly. Okay, let's 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 uh let's disconnect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Reconnect through the other Zoom and I we just did, I just did that. Well, you haven't changed on our monitors at all. Hmm. Well, you're gone. Yeah, our, our video feed is still up on our ends. Still up. Huh? What's your L? I was just saying that we are, as far as I, as far as I can see, we are absolutely still up. Well, as far as we can see, we're up. So we're oh, there. You are. There you are. Ah! I I I kept clicking. It's kind of like dating. You just keep clicking. <laughs> Okay. All right. We're gonna we're gonna go back, Jarrell. Give us the the cue in for what you last said. Okay. I mean, this is high end filming, baby. I mean, we're doing yeah, it. We're great, Trish. Ah, uh, thanks, honey. Thanks. Lots of makeup. Last cue was choosing people online, finding what works for you. Last words were your you were you said choosing people online, finding what works for you. So take it from the top, Maggie Brooks. <laughs> Finding what works for you is what's important, but first you've got to identify what is it that you want. Do you want a playmate? Do you want a dinner partner? Do you want a travel partner? Do you want to live with a gentleman? Do you or do you want to be married? I personally wanted to be married. Right. So uh, having that as my end goal, I had been in business for a number, well, my entire life, and I approached dating like a project. Yes. You know, yes. I know that. I love that. What's your goal? What's the end result that you're looking for? I had that. And, uh, my very first date, the man asked me, so what's your story? 
And I thought, huh, my story. I've never really had to tell a stranger who we've decided, okay, we're going to meet for the possibility of being interested in each other and tell my story. And then he said, so I'm the first one, huh? (laughs) He knew. He knew. (laughs) And I said, yes. And he says, well, I'm really sorry that I'm the first one. I think he was hoping that I would have a little more experience so I could... uh, (laughs) <laughs> that it. And it was like, no, you are definitely not it. But this is good to know. I need to get my story down. So, but one thing I remember too in, in talking with you is that you were very strategic. You wrote everything down. And I love that. And I want the listeners to hear that because I think that that not only clarifies it, but it keeps you grounded. And you can then do some kind of, you know, is he the pros and cons? I mean, everybody's a mixed bag. We know there's baggage with everyone. However, you know, where does he line up with my priorities? And do we share those? Um, So you were, you were on, you were on goal. You were on target. You had a, you had a strategic plan. Yes. I knew what I wanted. Yes. So yes, I wrote it down. Uh, I had the characteristics that were important to me, lifestyle that was important to me. I was staying in my area, so they had to be within 10 miles. I live in a lovely place. I was not going to uproot. And I continued with it. two pages. Two yes, pages of, yes, yes, um, yes. You know, how I wanted him to feel about me. How I, I mean, down to the fact of how I wanted that he had to taste good, smell good, feel good to me. I mean, that critical of, from a standpoint of, for me, I thought those were things that were important. I right. wanted him to have a sparkle in his eye. I wanted him to have integrity, to be honest, to have had a professional background and actually came to the conclusion. I did not want someone who was retired. I wanted someone who was still very active in the business world because they stay engaged so those kinds of things, I made a very clear lit where I wanted to live, what I wanted my house to look like, how we were going to entertain, the things we were going to do. I wrote all of those, nothing about how we looked or, you know, those kinds of things, because it in my mid-60s, that's that's not important to me like it could be in your teens or 20s. Sure, I wanted sure. the character of the man. You wanted character. So, yeah, yeah, I wrote it down, and I reviewed my list daily. And daily? Daily. So, yes. and when you say review, you read it, you looked at it, you refined it. What do you What do you mean by review? I I read it, and some, and I would add to it. You know, I see little little things written in the corners or on the margins. I mean, oh yeah, that's really important to me. Oh yeah, that's important to me. So I would add to it, and I also would spend some time reflecting, uh, either in meditation or prayer, to really focus to center myself because it can be very daunting. Yes. To, yes. Uh, put yourself out there to meet men with the intention of wanting to have a lifelong partner. So you've got to be very centered in who you are. Nice. Because you can get, you can get bumped around out there and swayed. And, you know, it's, it's a sales game. It's a sales <laughs> game. They're trying to sell you for whatever their purposes are. Right. So to discern, well, what do they want? Does it match with what I want? Yes. And how that brings up another good question. How can you tell real from false? How did you um, did you was there a way that you came up with to ascertain, you know, because we hear about the false statements online all the time, of course. And yes, 
I, um, I had it. My first step was I went invisible. I did not went, want men reaching out to me. I decided I'm going to be the one choosing. So interesting. I set up the profile. You pay a little bit extra, very worth it to, they call it incognito. So I can see everybody out there, but they can't see me. It's only when I click on them, then my profile becomes available to them. So that was the first step of discerning. Do I, do I, am I interested? Do I like what I read? Is there somewhat of a fit there? So that was step one. Right. The next step then is you go online and you communicate back and forth. And then you decide, well, you know, that's gone well enough. I think we're ready for a phone call. So I always, always, this was, uh, I made one mistake, didn't do it. And I said, boy, that wasted half a day. So you've got to make uh, contact. And I'm private. I'm, you know, single and I don't want my address or my phone number out in public with strange men. So I set up a way to say, okay, I will call you at this time and the call number will not be identified, but because we've set a time, you'll know it's me. Interesting. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know. It's star 67. Some, some, some way, even on a cell phone, you can do that. So okay. I wanted to be, um, they weren't going to be able to find me unless I wanted them to. Good. Yeah. So, um, this was again, a qualifier. If we set an appointment, if they picked up the phone, huh, there's some integrity there. Yes. Uh, again, I'm looking for someone who ha- is professional. It's an appointment. So <laughs> pick up on time, you know, check that's one box. If they didn't pick up on time or if I heard some lame excuse down the road, no, you're out. Um, why would you want a partner that didn't have integrity to be able to keep a phone appointment? You're going to Exactly. Like with them. So that was number one. Then we would set up a face to face and I could pretty much tell just in in their presence, how they walked, you know, was there a possibility there? And I also decided that I was going to learn something from every encounter. Nice. Nice. So what, what disappointments and challenges did you encounter? The challenges, it takes it takes experience. It takes time. I would say you're not going to meet them right out of the box. In my case, it was someone I met very early. The man that I'm engaged to marry. So it is a happy ending story, ladies. Um, <laughs> I met him early. I I really liked him as a man, as a person. And I said to him, I know we're going to be friends for the rest of our life. That's how much I like you. But I need I need more experience. Yeah. I've been married a very long time. And I said, And I actually said to him, let's just stay on a friend path and set the romance aside. And I said, I need to date a lot of men. And I felt that was important because how can you choose? It's it's like going to a buffet and go, do I like this? Do I like that? that." And sometimes it's nice to take a quick walk through and see, oh, they have chocolate. I love chocolate. (laughs) I want to save room for that. You know, did I want a, a world traveler? I had traveled a lot, so I wanted someone experienced there. They had to have, be fluent enough to provide the lifestyle that I was accustomed to. That was important to me. I needed a man that was athletic. So those were all the qualifiers that as I went through, I could tell by what kind of books did they read. That information is available online. Uh, emotional health was important to me. Sure. And that became more and more evident. What Did they tell the truth? Did, mm-hmm. you, did you hear or see a pattern of behavior in either 
their texts or their communication or in their phone, you know, or the stories they told. So you got to pay attention. Yeah. Well, and what I'm, what I'm hearing too, Maggie, and what you were so good at is that you took it on in a, as an investigative process. It wasn't, it wasn't just play. It wasn't just fun. It was, you had a goal and you were, and you were a personal investigator and absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And you qual and as you went through, you qualified and dequalified people based on 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 your your own goals. So exactly. how um how did you negotiate with people and with men once you met them? What um well, I mean, how did you, did you uh, keep uh, talking? Did you go into seeing them? Did you, was there a length of time that you, you kept uh, texting each other or how did that all evolve for you? I know it's different for everyone, but. Well, in the selection process, I kept really good notes because you took notes. Oh yes. I took notes again, just like I was in a business meeting and I'd have my legal pad and my pen and I would take notes. I love that. And, okay. uh, and I had a color code on um, things because <laughs> I would print out their profile and I would highlight the things that I thought, oh, I'm going to talk about this. And I would, you know, again, probe. And was there continuity? And if there was, then we continued. And if I met them and I thought, oh, okay, then, then we'd, we'd agree to date. And I, because I approached it as this is what you know, I'm looking for, it was kind of easy to, to, to dismiss the ones that you could just tell. No. And some would be right up front. I'm just looking for a playmate. It's like, well, you know, I'm really not your girl or they're raising young children. Nope. I did that. Uh, you know, that's that uh, you're out. I'm sure you're very nice, but that's not the lifestyle I want. Right. 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 It might be, but I had been through that season. Yes, of course. Those things continue to reveal. And then sometimes you just have to say, or it's mutual or, you know, there are times when it's just so revealed. It's like, oh my gosh, this, I, I, I dodged a bullet. Yeah. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. So tell us the happy ending. We're all waiting to hear the happy ending. The happy ending. So, um, my fiance's name is Bob and Bob was on the sidelines as I went through this process. I certainly did not talk about it. And he continued to date as well, which I thought was also very good. And we would go to the theater. We'd go to the movies. We'd go to dinner. um, But it was, we got to know each other. As friends. As people. Yes, as people. He relaxed and was not trying to close the deal anymore because he <laughs> felt very strongly that I was the one. And I just kept saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. And um, so then I got to see him for who he was as a person. And mm-hmm. that's when I began to fall in love with him. How lovely. So it takes time. It takes time. And yes. I caution women about the the first blush of excitement. I believe it's a roller coaster and you got to put your seatbelt on and hang on because <laughs> some of those feelings, you feel like a teenager and you go up and down. Is he going to call? Why didn't he call? How come this? How come right, that? Right. Um, and you have to be again, solid enough to be able to take that. And exactly. Not be 
I had one really good piece of advice uh, from someone I consider successful with online dating. She said, always have three, three men at the same time at different stages. One you're dating, uh, getting to know one, you kind of decided he's on his way out. One, you're really kind of attracted to, but you kind of keep the, it's like, it's, it's again, the funnel and sales. You keep the funnel full because <laughs> men can also sense if you're needy or if you want them too much. I think it's important to be pursued. Yes. And yes. That was another thing that was important to me. I'm not chasing a man. If he wants me he better, you know, he better step up. Because why would you want a partner that, that wouldn't want you? Exactly. So again, well, you you're always comparing that to your, your end goal of, is this who I want to live with? Do I need to chase him down? Do I, do I need to make all the plans? Am I initiating the dinner reservation? So look at the behavior and, yes. and, and compare yes. it to, is this how I want to live? Well, what you're, what you're saying that I think is so good psychologically is that, okay, Number one, take time, know that you're going to have an endorphin rush, know that it's going to be fun and a roller coaster. And, you know, you're in, you're in the greatest candy store of, of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you want to be discerning, but then yes. when you, when you really get to a point of wanting to make the decision, what happened with you? I mean, you obviously let go of everybody else. And how did Bob win your heart? How did Bob win my heart? He was very sincere. He always shared what was going on for him. So he was very open with me. And I found that endearing. Of course. That he was so vulnerable to continue to just, you know, say, you know, you're my kryptonite, you know, <laughs> and that just melted my heart mm. that, that a man could be so, so open and, yes. Yes. and willing to, to share himself before I had really said, you know, we're on. And um, so my love for him started to grow and I did make a decision and absolutely, I, I know, you know, when it was the day it was when, when I said, okay, he's it. And I was committed and I didn't tell him for a couple of weeks. And, um, we had not been intimate. He was, um, he was clear that he wanted love before, you know, it was, it shocked the heck out of me. But, um, again, this man had integrity and emotional health and honesty and that, that, showed through in many ways. So I decided and um, the, the energy shifted, you know, I, I made it be known to him in <laughs> yeah. subtle ways. Yeah. And, um, you know, I decided when we'd be together and we've been committed in a committed relationship ever since. And wow. Uh, Congratulations. Three, thank you. It'll be almost three years, uh, three, since we met three years and we, um, we, we went through COVID together and, uh, he, he said to, a um, a counselor, you know, we didn't have any distractions and we really got to know each other. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. We're so happy. Yes. Yes. Communication is key. I have to remember, we all come from different backgrounds and experiences, particularly as we approach a new relationship, you know, different season of life. And to talk about things so that 
I'm not bringing my past and projecting it onto him. Right. 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 We need to be careful about. So openness, authenticity, staying the course, you know, you got to love Bob's consistency of knowing that you were the one for him and just, and just living that truth. And, uh, you know, you did what you had to do and then you were ready to embrace that love and take it in. Yep. If I, you know, I just, I waited until I felt committed to him. Yes. And, you know, he says, you know, we're already married. You know, we've been, I've been married to you for a long time. (laughs) That's interesting. Okay. Well, (laughs) I just got engaged to you, but yes, we've been committed for quite some time. Well, holding the course, riding the roller coaster, being true to yourself. Yeah. That's an important thing. Don't try to please anybody from the standpoint of adjusting who you are and what you think they want from you because I love that. Let's say that. Let's say that again. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try to please anybody. Be who you are because the truth is going to come out. And this whole thing about putting your best foot forward, holding the crippled one behind and pretending that they're never going to see it is just silly. It but, is silly. But women do it. We do it all the time, you know. So so particularly yeah, particularly with this kind of, um, what do I want to say? This kind of um, uh, padding, which is what online dating gives you. It gives you a little bit of padding. Mm-hmm. Put it out there straight, you know, yep. and let, let the people who don't get it be gone. Right. And tell your story, you know, make sure that, that you're honest. I, in preparation for our talk today, I pulled my file to see what did I say about myself? And is it still true? I went, yeah, that's me. You know, (laughs) years later, I went, gosh, you did a really great job. That is you. And this is how we live. And the activities we participate in. And he is the person that I want to do this with. And I thought, good job. (laughs) Good job, Maggie. Later. And I recognized, yeah, that is me. Good job. Yeah. Well, much happiness, much, much. I mean, you were, you were a model. I hope everybody listening who is hearing you is taking parts of this or all of it and saying, I'm going to start living this way because I want what she has, which is love and and someone who adores you. So as you should have. So Maggie, thank you so much for being on. We appreciate it. It was a joy to share my story. Yes, indeed. I'm welcoming today uh, Miss Mary Kelly. Hello, Mary. Good to have you on. Hello. And Mary has been uh, doing online dating. And I wanted to to ask you to invite you to be on the show and tell us a little bit about yourself and why. um, Tell us your story and why you got online. Okay. All right. Shall I start? You can. Yes. Okay. Well, I was a very, very happily married woman for 30 years, but my husband died two years ago, and I just couldn't even imagine anything for the first year after I was in such deep grief. I couldn't imagine seeing any other men. But finally, after about a year went by, I thought, you know, I am kind of lonely, and I wouldn't mind having some companionship at least, and I'm sure that Don would want me to be happy. He doesn't want me to be lonely and unhappy. So a girlfriend of mine had told me about online dating and I was very nervous about it, very worried. So I quizzed everybody I knew that was doing it and they gave me some tips. 
And I struck out and signed up for a couple of them. I signed up for eHarmony. I signed up for Silver Singles. You know, the I was looking for the senior citizen sites because I'm 60, I'm 69 now. And um and it's been kind of a freak show, I gotta say. <laughs> I won't say it was a great experience. I have a few happy stories out of it, but for the most part, it was extremely wild, weird, and crazy. Okay. Kind of a circus. I know. Uh, so, but I want, first of all, I want to hear about the challenges and the disappointments that you encountered. Okay. As you've been, you've been doing it for over a year now. Is that true? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been doing it for over a year. Yes. Okay. The challenges are, you know, that you're just texting back and forth forever. And it begins to feel like a pen pal. It feels like you're never going to meet in person. And when am I going to actually have face-to-face contact with this person? Of course, trying to online date during a pandemic would not be my first choice (laughs) (laughs) because not only is it hard to get together, but then it's, it's exponentially harder because everybody's afraid to get together Yeah, and you're going to have to wear a mask and you know, you're going to have to distance. So how will you ever find out if there's any chemistry at all? Yes. You won't because you're six feet away and covered up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But um, so that was uh, those were the difficulties I faced for sure. Mm -hmm. Also, Mm -hmm. you face things like, is this person really who they say they are? Does this person really look like this? Is this somebody that's catfishing me? You know, there's a lot of things you face that makes it very scary. Yeah. Tell us what catfishing is. Well, I didn't find out about catfishing until I was about a year in the process myself, because I am so dang gullible that if somebody (laughs) flatters me and tells me that I'm pretty, (laughs) they caught me. They caught me. So they're fishing. They're they're fishing. They're literally fishing. Yeah. Yeah. And they prey on widows, you know, because when you sign up for one of these dating sites, it asks you if you're single, divorced or widowed. Yes. Uh I would recommend that you just say single, because if you say widowed, then you become a target. I said widowed because it was true. And I wanted people to know I was grieving still. Yes. And that it would be, you know, it would be a journey if they chose me because I'm still dealing with it. And um, I didn't want to have any, you know, I wanted to be transparent about that. Sure. So they look for widows and they start in with just telling you how beautiful you are. And wow, don't you look nice today? And oh, wow, what a beautiful smile. Flattery, flattery, compliments, compliments. And of course, because you've lost your loved one, you are starved for this kind of male attention. Of course. Starved for it. So when it starts coming in, it's like, ooh, how nice. Somebody thinks I look pretty. Ooh. <laughs> you know, and especially as we get older, it's really nice to hear that. Of course. And, and so I got into a couple of rather long-term pen pal relationships with catfishers, and I didn't even know it. Now, what catfishers are ultimately after is money. But they take their time getting there. They they really reel you in with an emotional experience. And they're pretty darn good at it. Really? They write these beautiful love letters. Hmm. They, they, you know, compliment you, like I was saying, about, in really nice ways. They talk about the things that they want to take you to see and do. And, I mean, you're really just, it's very enchanting. And they're very good at it. And meanwhile, you have no clue that this is all a phone call from, you know, Africa. So yeah. Nigeria, so or somewhere, yeah. Because you're educated. I mean, they find these these you know young men doing this work. Uh, I think they're all probably college grads, and you know they've probably got just like think tanks full of them mm. on phones. Fast, and it's yeah. Business because if they, I mean, I've talked to a couple of women who really did fall for it 
sent ten thousand dollars, sent four thousand oh. dollars. Oh, you know, oh. A typical yeah. thing is they get you completely reeled in. Oh, here's another another thing to here. I'll give you some tips of what to look for to not be catfished. Okay. So excessive Good. compliments is first one. Secondly, if they cannot have a FaceTime or Zoom call with you, if they will not be seen in person, huge, huge, huge clue. Interesting. And and many of them do not even want to talk on the phone because their English is not that great. And you know, you'll pick it up in the in the pen pal writing too, because the grammar will be wrong, the spelling will be wrong. The sentence ah. will just seem wrong and you just go, hmm, English is not their first language, clearly, you know. I see. Yeah. Interesting. So you look for that. You look for you look for discrepancies in spelling and grammar. Yes. And you also look for the fact that they will not talk to you on the phone and they will not have a FaceTime call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want you to see what they really look like. Because what they've done is they've mined the internet for good looking men, pictures of good looking men, possibly models, possibly just Joe Blow on the street. And they use that as their profile picture. And then they make up a profile that is going to sound appealing to us. Sure, sure. So you know, they find these ruggedly handsome men and good looking, young, boyish, good looking men. And, you know, way too good looking, really, to be. It's like, why is this guy on the site? I mean, he could pick anybody out of any library room, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And didn't you find um, two guys that ba- both said that they were on Alaskan drill? Yes, things? So that's the other tip, oh. which I didn't learn this until a year, literally a year had gone by, is if they are working in some kind of situation where they're inaccessible, like they're on a drill rig for an mm-hmm. oil company mm-hmm. or they're mm-hmm. an oil mining engineer, or there's something that takes them out of the country, out, out to sea, and inaccessible by uh, Zoom or, or you know, inter- Wi-Fi. Interesting. There's that. And also sometimes they'll say they're military, and that's also can be a giveaway. Anything where they cannot talk to you on the phone or on the FaceTime. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. And it wasn't until I, what I started to realize is there was more than one drill rig guy that I was interacting <laughs> with. I thought, Gee, that's really weird. I thought, what are these guys doing? Passing my picture around <laughs> to each other? I thought that's what was happening. Yeah. So I wrote to the one guy. That, are you passing my picture around? I've got another drill rig guy. And I even sent him a picture of the guy. I said, do you know this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what an idiot I am. I well, no, you are not an idiot. But but idiot. what what I think you're saying is that um, you know, what we have to really discern is the motivation behind what these uh, men in this category, you know, we're talking about um, are, are are wanting. You know, are they are they here to make money? Are they just looking, having fun, you know, playing the game? Are they are they serious and authentic? And that's the tough thing, because most of the women I know who are online are not there to play a game. They're not there. They may want to marry someone who has some money, but they're not there primarily to get money. They're looking for love. You know, they're looking for love in the only way through a pandemic in these times that it's available to them. Right. Exactly. So, so, so anyway, after about a year, I was talking to a friend of mine and interviewing her again. And I said, have you ever had like, you know, several guys working on a drill rig? And she goes, no, I've never heard of the drill rig thing. And my daughter actually piped up and said, drill rig. That's a scam. I saw that on Dr. Oz. I said, what, why didn't you say anything? She goes, I didn't know they were on a drill rig. 
She goes, that's the biggest scam going. And Dr. Oz did a whole show on it. Oh, my gosh. But if they say they're on it, that's the drill rig catfishing scam. It's famous. <laughs> and here I am. Totally well, you and everyone else, and that's why we're having this interview. So the women who hear this can can be alerted. But you right. were fascinating because you're so creative. You use this in a way to do what? Tell right. us about what you did. Well, I, I finally started seeing it as hilarious. I stopped feeling like a bit victim, and I started thinking like a like an like a um, you know like a like someone studying this field. And I realized it's actually really full of hilarious material. <laughs> I started writing some stories, and I started writing up some of these interactions I'd had with his, these guys. Like one of them, for example, we finally had a FaceTime call. We'd had a bunch of back and forth texting, and then a phone call. Finally, a FaceTime call. So me, of course, I treat it like a date. I get all gussied up. I put on a pretty scarf so my face looks good and my, you know, complexion looks good. Do my hair, do my makeup, put on red lipstick so that my smile looks good, you know. And I'm there talking to him and I make the mistake of saying, so what are you interested in? And he begins an hour monologue on fishing. He <laughs> talks about fishing for a solid hour. And I'm thinking, I'm sitting here going, for this, I got all dressed up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> one thing about me, never asked me one thing about myself. Oh. Never uh. even, even asked me anything. Yeah. And um, finally, you know, I thought, did, what does he think he signed up for a fishing site? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what I'm alluding to? What did you do with these experiences? Well, so I wrote that one up and I thought, you know, this is funny. There's some funny stuff here. And I was taking an online script writing class and I started thinking, you know, I might have an idea for a, um, a, a TV show or something, a series. So I was thinking I'd write up a, a, you know, a synopsis of a TV series and try to pitch it or something. But as I started writing, it started coming out as a play, as a theater play. And what it was is four women living together in a home, kind of like Golden Girls. Remember in the old days? Uh, yes. Were there in Miami? But it's in modern times and they're all baby boomers. So they've had super checkered pasts and you know, <laughs> they're into a lot of very wild things. And one of them actually owns a cannabis store because it's like Golden Girls in the age of cannabis stores. <laughs> And it's all about dating online, or at least part of it. All four of them are doing online dating. And so I started using all this material as, you know, meat for the play. And it just started coming out and cascading out. Pretty soon I'd written an entire three-act play all about this stuff that I had been going through for the whole year. I'll buy a and ticket. I, this is really topical. This is really fun. I want to see if I can get this produced. So that's my next step is to see if I can find a theater company that's willing to do it. <laughs> I'll come. I promise I'll come. Well, I want you to be in it. Oh, <laughs> I'll be the one on cannabis. That'll be fun. So <laughs> we're all doing that. <laughs> okay. So you um, you had some disappointments, you know, and how did you yeah. then be um, start to be able to tell the real from the the false, the 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 yeah. true people from the untrue people. Well, basically, is when you you start to realize that they will not talk to you. And finally, I would just say, you know, I'm not I'm not believing you are who you say you are. So I'm going to block you. And I would turn them in. I would turn them into the dating site. Really? Really? I was suspicious of. Yeah. Yeah. I just I, I don't think this is a real person. I think it's a fake. I think it's, you know, a scam. 
Well, and I don't know if they picked him off the side or not, but at least I felt like I'd done my part to help other women not fall for the same guy. Well, and, you know, I, the other part of that that I like, and I think um, you had mentioned earlier when I was talking to you about this, is that there were some people who were getting massively sexual with you very well, yeah, early. Category. Yeah. yeah. There were some that start out. I mean, I think of those as predators or, you know, perverts. Right. There's also a bunch of guys kind of trolling around just wanting to be nasty, nasty, nasty. Yeah, and, and you can turn them in, and they do you know, take them I off. I do turn them in. I definitely yeah. do turn them in. Yeah. I turn in the ones I think are catfishers, and I turn in the nasty ones, too. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, one guy started right out just really, I mean, hardcore suggestions. And some of them, I, I will admit, were a bit of a turn-on. But <laughs> this is, you know, not the right place, not the right time. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't yeah. I know you. It's way too early to even bring anything like this up. Right. Interesting. Um, yeah. Good. Yeah. Good for you. So you but through all this, you ha have you you have not found Mr. Wright yet, but you have found some people who have become friends. Tell us about I that. Darling friends. Yes, I have found some wonderful friends. And um, really, truly, I've been very grateful to find a couple of just men friends. Yes. I, you know, one is a creative friend. He's a musician and he's just very stimulating to me and inspiring to me. It's making me want to learn guitar, making me want to learn harmonica, making me want to get back to my piano that I learned as a child. And it's bringing out, it's bringing music to me in a big way at this time in my life. And it's, that is giving me so much joy. I can hardly believe it. Oh, I'm nice. taking two singing classes online. I'm taking guitar lessons from him. And I'm just having a ball with it. I'm just having a ball with it. And I'm going to start a band. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the name of the band is The Bad Grannies. The Bad Grannies. I love it. <laughs> name. That name is all sewn up. No one can have it. Oh, good. Good, good. All right. Well, you have certainly used some of these experiences to your to your benefit. And um, so... So from at this moment, and we're, you're not done yet, you know, Mr. Wright may show up at any moment. Um, but would you say that you would do this again, knowing what you know? I, am still, I actually am still doing it. And I have I, I have uh, an interesting guy that I've just recently met that's already progressed to talking on the phone every day. And I'm very and we're going to meet next week for the first time. That's exciting. So I'm really excited about that because this one is actually going along in sort of a wholesome, natural way. Before that, I was telling everybody, I'm going back to old school ways. I'm just going to meet them in bars. Yeah. <laughs> you have to wait for the bar to open up, right? Yeah. 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 Open. yeah. That's a good yeah, exactly. So, but the positive outcomes you've experienced is having friends and you've kind of enjoyed the process. I mean, you know, although it's been disappointing too, there's been ups and downs for you with this right, whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. And I know the process has been quite enjoyable and it certainly gives you something to think about. <laughs> and to do at night, right? To come home and see, you know, who's, who's next. Yeah. Yeah. The people to talk to. And, you know, they said these, these dating sites send you I mean, especially when I first got on, they were sending me like 500 people a day, you know, into my into my box. And Too I much. To yeah. Through them because I'm you know, I'm I'm going to do this with integrity. I'm going to I'm going to look at this as something real for me. So I look at each one of them. I figure I, at least I can do is read their profile, look at them, see if. But uh, first I go through the faces, though, and I go, would I kiss this person? Ah, 
decide whether to look further. And if I think, yeah, I could kiss this person, then I look at the profile. Nice. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we all have our criteria, right? Okay. So the positive... What? Some of them you write off, you never would. Yeah. Okay. Well, would. that's that's true, I'm sure. Um, so the positive outcomes is that you've gotten a friend, a really dear friend who you'll have forever. You've written a screenplay yes. <laughs> or a, a play yeah. that you're going to produce. You've yeah. come up with a new, <laughs> a new musical yeah. group called the Bad Grannies. And this has all come out of this experience for you. It's true. It all has. It's, my, it's, it's been very fruitful. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And there's this potential that you're going to meet next week. And hey, mazel tov on that. Hope that works out well for you. That's well, thank you so much, Mary. I mean, you are such a joy. And I love that you've used it, the experience creatively. You know, I love that part. Because uh, it it can be... um, I think online dating is the best. It's like uh, Dickens, you know, the best of times and the worst of times. Yes. Yeah. It, it it can be so, you know, you can get so elated and then be so disappointed. Um, so, um, you know, you've handled all that with grace and, and, and creativity. I don't know how many other women have written a play about it. So I think, (laughs) well, they'll come to yours. They'll come to yours. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Thank you so much, Mary Kelly. You're asking. It's been fun. fun. It, It has indeed. I am here with the amazing Anna McCoy, and we are going to be talking about a little bit here before we start something else about online dating. What was your experience, Anna? Absolutely horrible. It was terrifying. I was like, what is this? What happened? I can honestly say, uh, you know, you always have those girlfriends who think they it's time for you to start dating after these life events of divorce and so forth. And uh, of course, they got me around the table. And this was a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. Tinder was really po- popular. I had no idea what Tinder was. I was I was quite a <laughs> Tinderoni. And uh, I opened it up, you know, the first like 20 seconds. And I just started screaming. I was like, oh, my God, what the heck? What is this? Oh, my God. This is horrifying because as I began to swipe right or left, mine was a bunch of lefts, and I could only see images of people in the faces. And to me, it was very terrifying. Like, I I couldn't make the connection with um, this person being safe, trusting all of that. All I could see was just a, a bunch of horrible looking, not horrible looking people, but I was just terrified of it. And I shut the app down, deleted it from my, I didn't know anything about it, but deleted it from my phone. And and I'm like, I'm not doing that. That was the end of it. That was the end of it. (laughs) Then I bumbled all over, bumbled and fumbled over bumble. What is it called? Bumble, right? Bumble, yeah. So a few years later, I got enough, you know, I moved into this little place where a lot of little people, you know, it was more active. And I thought, well, maybe I could meet people in this particular area, right? Had a lot of restaurants. So I downloaded Bumble. Then I got scared. I was like, oh, I'm still scared. So let me switch from trying to find somebody to date to actually developing social relationships or business relationships. Well, that didn't work either because I was absolutely horrified. I don't think I'm going to meet anybody that way. I think I'm going to meet the person in the world somewhere because I never got over. And then my final chance, my final opportunity <laughs> was Facebook dating. This was the funniest and most recent. 
I didn't know After five that. years of divorce, one of my friends was telling me, you should just just turn it on. Just swipe it on. Move that thing <laughs> over, you know? And I was like, okay, let me try it. Then these people started coming in. And I'm in the kind of in the Austin area, you know, and so this one guy, like immediately the two of us matched. And, you know, that's always really cool when somebody picks you sure. and you pick them and sure. you get a match. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, oh, my God. And he was a judge in Georgetown. I was like, well, that's probably about my speed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, OK, then. OK. Then he said, how are you? And I said, I'm fine. How are you? He says, I'm OK what's going on with you? I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I deleted the app. I'm done. I didn't know what to say after that. You know, I was like, I'm done. I can't do this. You know, I just went silent on the guy, you know, and, and he went silent on me because he probably didn't know what the hell he was doing either. So at the end of the day, I just deleted all that stuff and just refocused my attention just to grow somewhere just else. to be something yeah, else. Yeah. It just didn't hopefully feel, it didn't it'll try. Feel right. It wasn't authentic for me and yeah. I couldn't show up. I don't know how people saw me in that image. You know what I mean? To, mm -hmm. And I didn't want to give too much information about myself, connect all my social medias. I, I would feel like I was being stalked or watched mm -hmm. and not authentically met. Right. So for me, online dating just wasn't my thing. Okay. All right. Well, you know, everybody has their has their experience. For yes. sure. Yeah. Yes. So I'm done. <laughs> Got it. So you better be out there somewhere. <laughs> he is. Better he's, walk, walk past the path. You know what I'm he's saying? Com he's coming your way. He's coming okay. your way. And not in a hurry. Well, Let me just say that. You know, and, and you know, and the truth is a lot of times is that you meet him when you aren't looking. Yes. I mean, yes. I, I met my husband on uh, a bus. Yes. In Alaska. I mean, for goodness sakes. I know. How in the world yeah. does that happen? It happens. But it happens. Yeah. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes and all other Hot Pie Media originals baked fresh daily at our home on the web at hotpiemedia.com, the Hot Pie Media YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.